0: Athletes from two of the country's most successful Olympic sports have launched landmark employment proceedings against high-performance sport New Zealand. The group includes more than 60 rowers and cyclists who want better rights for athletes, improved well-being and financial stability. It is understood the athletes want to be considered as employees rather than contractors. Rowing great Mahe Drysdale is spearheading the newly formed Athlete Union, the Athletes Cooperative, who are behind the case
1: we want to be respected you know we we want to to be part of of designing the system that delivers the results in new zealand and unfortunately at the moment that is is not the case uh we are told what and how and and why we're doing things and i guess this is this is our opportunity to um you know try and and negotiate about actually uh co-designing and and um you know making a system that that we're all happy with
0: so that was Mahe Drysdale there, and we're joined now by sports reporter Felicity Reid. So, Felicity, how have they ended up in the Employment Relations Authority?
2: In some ways, this has been a long time coming. Drysdale says since 2016, there's been, since the 2016 Olympics, there's been discontent amongst the athletes and the way that the New Zealand sporting system works, and the way that they feel that athletes are kind of left out of the loop around making decisions around their own future. So, a lot of this comes down to that. As well, it's been 2019 was the first time that a group of athletes actually approached High Performance Sport New Zealand with these employment issues. And it's now come to a head because that's... Essentially, those negotiations broke down. So they've gone to the ERA over this. And as Dries says, they're going into this as employees because that's the way that they feel that they can get the best outcome for what they want for athletes in their workplace. And some of the things that they're asking for is... That they want to be recognised as equal partners, where they are trusted and respected as people as well as athletes. They want remuneration that matches the expectation of their roles and responsibilities. They want genuine financial stability, strong and respectful staff and athletes performance culture. And they actually want a bit more say on where that government funding goes as well that they get from the well their sports get from High Performance Sport New Zealand.
0: That's interesting because that's pretty much everything that was highlighted in the recent cycling report, right? When they looked at them as um, contractors worked out that some of them were getting paid below the minimum wage. So I'm wondering, is anything like this happening elsewhere in the world? No, it's not. And
2: Drysdale says if this all comes together, it would actually be world-leading, that other countries would be looking at New Zealand and seeing that this is maybe a way that the relationship between a governing body and athletes, the working relationship, could actually be looked at. And another part of this, I think, is... Quite important to Drysdale and to the athlete cooperative is that this is an independent body. So, free of any funding from, say, High Performance Sport New Zealand, and these people acting really solely as athlete advocates for themselves. This is a, a different step. It's quite a rarity to have athletes advocating for themselves in this way because it can be tough to run these things against big organisations and to actually fund it but they're like using the example of the New Zealand Olympic Committee actually broke away from the government in 1984 to do with that funding and the control that something like that has over a group so that's a big part for them as well and that would also be world leading as well.
0: Yeah it's going to be interesting to see the outcome thank you for that Felicity. Felicity Reid reporting there.